Sai, sai, sua vagabunda, sai. Aí eu, deixa eu tirar meu filho, sai, Aline, sai, tira seu irmão, tira seu irmão. Aí eu puxei ele, aí eu falei assim, o Ciro tá aqui, calma que eu vou tirar, calma. ele, não, sua vagabunda, anda logo. Bateu a porta e arrancou e eu não pude fazer nada. Hello, everyone. Today's story is about a six-year-old child, João Helias. This horrifying case is one of the most known in Brazil. Before we start, I encourage you to subscribe my channel because every week I add a new criminal story that took place in Brazil. So let's go! Six-year-old João Helio, who was born on March 18 in 2000, at the moment of the crime was six years old. João was the only son of Elson Lopez Vietes and his wife Rosa Cristina Fernandes. They were a middle-class family living in the north zone of Rio de Janeiro. During one summer evening, João Helio was riding the back seat of his mother's car, Corsa Sedan, as they drove home from a religious center located in the neighborhood of Bento Ribeiro. Also in the car driven by his mother, Rosa, were a family friend and João Helio's older sister, 13-year-old Aline. As she was driving along João Vincente Street and slowed at the traffic light in the Osvaldo Cruz neighborhood shortly after 9 o'clock at night, there were already two cars stopped ahead of them. One of these was taxi, out of which three young men suddenly emerged, with two of them pointing handguns. They tapped on the car window to show that they were metal and not fake. They surrounded the family's car and forced everyone to get out. Rosa, who had been a victim of a street assault before, knew not to resist. She rushed to the backseat to help Jean Helio unbuckle his seatbelt, but she was pushed aside by one of the robbers and the car door slammed into the seatbelt, holding the child, leaving Jean Helio's body hanging outside of the car. The thieves then accelerated the vehicle at a high speed. Rosa and Aline chased the car, screaming. The assailants drove through several neighborhoods, dragging João Helio for a total of six kilometers before abandoning the car with the child's body still attached to it. The silence traveled in a mostly southeastern direction, traversing four different neighborhoods, Osvaldo Cruz, Madureira, Campinho and Mascadura. People who saw the occurrence on the street were horrified at what they were witnessing and shouted frantically, at the car's occupants to stop the car. One man on the motorcycle chased the car to alert them that there was a child being dragged but was threatened with a gun held by the robber sitting in the passenger seat. The motorcyclist later testified that once he got up close to the car he could see that Joan Haley was already deceased. At the time of the incident, police chief Hercules Pires de Nascimento stated that the thieves were well aware that they were dragging a child and even drove zigzag fashion to try to get rid of him. He added that their demeanor was cold and indifferent. At one point, one of the thieves shouted to those attempting to alert them, that's not a child, it's a Judas doll. Witnesses reported seeing the child's body toppled over many times, bouncing against the pavement and the rear wheel, abbreviated by numerous speed bumps along the route that the thieves took. According to the resident who recognized the group, 
thieves parked at Kayari Street and left the car. Thieves, after getting out of the car, searched the car for valuables and then calmly disappeared down an alleyway of stairs that exit into Tres Lagos Square in Cascadura. After killing the child, they went home to have dinner with their parents before attending a local church party. The family of one of the thieves turned them in once when they found out the truth. Less than eight hours after the murder, they were apprehended by the 30th Sint of Rio de Janeiro State Police. The thieves were all under the age of 23. One of them was under 18, the Brazilian age of criminal and civil responsibility for an adult. Details about the five who participated in the crime began to emerge in the media. Although Rio had historically suffered a high murder rate for several years prior to the murder, the fact that it was a young child subjected to this treatment struck a nerve among Rio citizens, particularly in the neighborhoods where the thieves drove. The crime sparked a series of public protests and debates throughout Brazil demanding an end to violence and amendments to the constitution and penal code to increase the punishment of criminals involved in brutal crimes. As details of the crime emerged, there was outrage that the thieves never encountered police during the route that they drove. They passed by a military police station in Campinho, a fire station, an army barracks in Madureira and several open-air corner bars. The lack of any police presence on the streets allowed the crime to occur without interference by law enforcement. On March 10, 2007, local citizens showed up in solidarity asking for peace and protesting against the violence and impunity. The road of the march followed the same trajectory that the thieves had taken in the stolen car, passing through four different neighborhoods and ending at Hua Kayari in Cascadura. João Helio's parents walked front and center in a crowd. Everyone massed at the corner of João Vicente and Henrique de Melo streets where the carjacking occurred. Among the participants, you could see workers, retires, and housewives from the community. Some joined the march along its path and the word justice was shouted. Juan's mother, Rosa Vieches, said at the time, it's very painful to walk this path, but our community has given us a lot of strength. The silence were sentenced on January 30, 2008. Before sentencing, the judge gave a statement. She remarked that the assailants had all the windows rolled down in the car that day and it would have been impossible to ignore the loud sounds of the child's body hitting against the side of the vehicle. Carlos Eduardo Toledo Gilima, age 23, was the ringleader of the group and he was driving the hijacked car. When by the nickname Dudu, he was the one who announced the hijacking to the victims sentenced to 45 years imprisonment. Diego Nascimento da Silva, age 18, pointed a gun at motorcyclist, lived near the praça where the group parked and left the car. Father gave police information as to where find him because he was hiding out in a particular hill favela with his 16-year-old brother and Thiago. Sentenced to 44 years imprisonment, Ezequiel Toledo Julima, younger brother of the ringleader. He was 16 at the time of the crime and confessed to being responsible for shutting the guard door on the seatbelt. He was the other robber to be carrying a handgun. 
released from the prison in 2010 at the age of 19. He relocated to another city with the government's assistance because he had received death threats. Chagoji Abreu Matos, age 19, uh, was hiding out in the hillside favela with Diego and Ezekiel, was the driver of the taxi which was owned by his father. He used taxi to transport the three to do the armed hijacking, sentenced to 39 years imprisonment. Carlos Roberto da Silva, age 21, he accompanied uh, Thiago to transport the three robbers to the assault at a stoplight, sentenced to 39 years imprisonment. This case is also an example of how the public can influence the case in a positive City of God that shows the reality of Brazilian favelas and focuses on the impact of the place that we grow up in. It's one of the most famous movies made by Brazilians. So if you are interested in this kind of stories, uh, I really, really recommend this. And thank you very much for the time that you spent with me here. And have a good day. Ciao. See you next week. Eu corri, corri com a minha filha. Mas eu sabia que ali o fim dele já estava traçado. Eu queria ter poderes, poderes de, de super-herói mesmo, de poder levantar voo e tirar meu filho daquela situação.